Welcome to the Wedding People podcast, hosted by Rihanna Elizabeth and Rebecca Brennan-Brown. On this podcast, you'll find Rihanna and I chatting through tips and tricks on how to not get stressed at your wedding, how to make your pounds go further, and generally just all things wedding. In this podcast, we may say the odd naughty word, so if you don't want to hear us dropping the F-bomb and you have tiny little ears around, we suggest that you listen to us later. We really want this podcast to be as interactive as possible, so do get in touch with us at theweddingpeoplepodcast at gmail.com. What would you like to talk about? I would like to talk about honeymoons. Well, I haven't got any honeymoons planned, but I enjoy travelling a lot, so I feel like this is going to be a really fun episode for me. Yes. You are a seasoned traveller, aren't you, dear? I don't think I'm a seasoned traveller. I've been to a lot of places in Europe, but not not masses outside of. You tripped off to Vietnam last year. Yeah, I know, but not, I've still not been like many, like too many places outside of. Hmm. I'm going to the Philippines in September, though. I'm very excited about That's that. That's going to be amazing. Mm. I can't go on any long haul holidays because I have to save up for a honeymoon. <sighs> Woe is you. What a shame, eh? <laughs> have you had any thoughts about your honeymoon yet and where you might want to go? Yes. We. Is it Japan? No. <laughs> Why? Japan is, I'm obsessed with it. I've got books on the bloody place. I love it. You've been talking about Japan for, for since I've known you. I know. Um, spoke to a couple of people, which is strange, because some people say that Japan is a great place to go for a honeymoon and other people don't. Oliver is not sure about it. Okay. He will love right. it, but he said that he's, he doesn't really see it as a honeymoon. And I think if he's got a doubt, I don't think it's fair because he's only going to be doing it because I'm desperate to go. So we're going to mm. we're going to do it like before we decide to have babies. So <laughs> it's going to be a very long time away. But um yeah, so we're going to whack it in eventually, whack it in eventually. Um but no, Japan is not on the honeymoon list. <laughs> oh. But you're right, though. You're doing that for the right reasons. It is about both of you and what you both want. Yeah. And you're right, it wouldn't be right to do that if he didn't want to go there. And I suppose it depends what you're um, looking for from a honeymoon. Like People want different things, don't they? Yeah. But can I just say that he almost changed his mind. He's got a massive crush on Joanna Lumley. Like, full-on <laughs> loves her. Like, when she did the BAFTAs and she got slated the day after, he was actually defending her, saying, I thought she was brilliant. Like, he has an obsession. So when she did her Japan um, documentary, he, he was like, oh. I was like, it's only because Joanna Lumley's not going to be on a bloody honeymoon, Oliver. Like, sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> I've met her. I know you have. She's a tiny human being. I love... She's amazing. Yeah, I know. I wish she I was, want, like, would... my aunt. Is it bad that I want to be Patsy a little bit? No. Yeah. You would definitely, yeah, you would definitely be Patsy and I'd definitely be Adina. (laughs) You know it. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, moving on, we've completely gone off a tangent there. Right, okay, back to it. Everyone is looking for something different when it comes to their honeymoon. True. So you're either... That sounded like a script. (laughs) Sorry. I tried to revert back, so we got distracted. But you could be looking for sun and sand and relaxation. You could be looking for adventure and trekking. I won't be trekking on my honeymoon. I can tell you, my my walking shoes will be staying over in the UK. <laughs> Rihanna, Rihanna doesn't do. Oliver was like, we could do like zip lining through the. the I, no, I'm not doing no zip lining on my honeymoon. 
Yeah, I'm the opposite to you. I want to do all the things. I don't. What do you want to do then? Do you want to go and sit on a beach somewhere? No, I love to sightsee. Right. I love culture and architecture, and I do. I'm impartial to a museum. But I mean, I've I've zip I've zip lined in uh, Belize. Believe it or not, like I've I've mm. I've done the adventure things, but I don't want to be a monkey on my honeymoon. <laughs> I'm not bungee jumping or jumping out of anything on my honeymoon. No, extreme honeymoon sports, not not for me. I'll, I'll do them. That sounds like fun. I might. One of my recommendations on our recommendation list later is a jungle that you can contract through. No, no, there's there's bugs in the jungle. No, yeah, but okay. I'm also not, I'm not a jungle. I'm not a jungle girl. I'm not no. I'm no jungle girl either. I'm afraid. Sorry. You can you can go off with your little explorer's hat and your little map on your honeymoon. <laughs> And and be a wild friends, but you're not. <laughs> so that's what you would want then. Yeah, I mean, I quite like that thing that a lot of people have done this year, where they've done Sri Lanka and then the Maldives. Mm, Sri Lanka. Like I don't mm. mind that because you would go for do like cool stuff around Sri Lanka, and then I reckon I could. I think I could cope with like four days in the Maldives. I'd be scared that I'd get bored. We dis- we decided against anything like the Seychelles or the Maldives or Mauritius. We we think that it, we'd get we'd get bored. We we like to see things and go out. Oh, we like a bike ride. See, I'm quite you know I'm a yeah. nutcase really. I love a bike. I, sometimes I don't even have a helmet, so you know I can be hardcore too. But <laughs> I I don't think we would spend all of that money to go and lay on a beach. I mean, it, if, it, it looks stunning, and I, I know that I need to experience it, and I'd love to walk out one of those like, water villas, but I, I just don't know if it would suit us. Yeah, I know what you mean. And that's important to make sure that it does suit you, because I can see a figure on these notes of how much the average honeymoon spend is. Yeah. I mean... That's a lot of money. This Again, this is the whole averages, we've said it before. It's based on a poll that... You know, you can spend whatever you want on a honeymoon, but the average for a week is about three to four thousand pounds. Stupid. The Maldives, though, my mum's a travel agent, um, and she does Maldives for two weeks, around eight to ten. And you can even go plus, mate. It's it's a joke. So, yeah, that's like five star for like all inclusive. I can't even get my head around that. Three to four cap. Look, the thing is, I understand how you can spend. Like, when you divide that by two, mm. then, mm. okay. Yeah. But it just sounds like so much money. It's meant to like be. I, ju- I just refuse to believe that that's the average. I think, though, if you, years ago, you got married, you swanned off after your reception, like, halfway through your reception, yeah. and went on your honeymoon. Nowadays, you know, a honeymoon used to be the holiday of a lifetime, but... People are so much more. People are so much more adventurous now, and people are travelling so much more because it's so easy and accessible now that you can. People are doing like their honeymoon style, once in a lifetime holidays all the time. Like you, you've yeah. seen like influencers on Instagram, they're going all over the world, all these incredible holidays. Like it's not so rare anymore. So right, hang on a minute. There aren't many occasions where I wish that the podcast was a video because I'm normally in my pyjamas. <laughs> However, this is one of them. I wish you could see my face right now. It's right screwed up at the suggestion of influencers. You've done it. 
What do you mean? I've done it. When you went to America, that was like one of those trips. I'm saying, I'm saying that it's easily accessible. Like, I, yeah, me and Oliver did a massive blowout in September because we knew we weren't going to be able to go long haul for a long time because of the wedding. Um, I had Virgin Miles. I'm, I'm going to plug Virgin, but just because I love them, I'm not getting paid to do it. Um, I adore them and I have a great experience with them. And I had Miles because I've travelled so often with them. So we got like three grand flights for like 200 and something quid so worth getting a points card so worth getting a a points card um but we went to you know all around the keys we went all around um like orlando then we did uh, fort lauderdale where my family live so that when it comes back to what we're looking at for our wedding what we're looking at for our honeymoon definitely a road trip and we couldn't pick between driving around like Europe and doing like the Amalfi Coast and going to Ooh. Sicily and Naples Ooh. or doing like something like Route 66 or Yosemite or Nevada or something. I've done that. That was good. I did it when I was 16. So I, I went to the Grand Canyon and was like, yeah, it's like a hole in the ground, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Can I go back and use MSN Messenger now, please? Like, seriously. <laughs> so I feel like I, I'm experience something at too young an age to appreciate it so i'd love to go back and do it yeah yeah travel is just so much more available to people now that those once in a lifetime opportunity trips are, are more like those really high-end i suppose places like the maldives and like the bahamas and you know what i mean yeah um so honeymoons used to be very very different a long time ago um, a long time ago, I'm not talking <laughs> in the 1800s. No, <laughs> honeymoons used to be different. So my mum and dad honeymooned in the Isle of Wight. And my mum and dad honeymooned in the Isle of Man, I think. There you go. I haven't been the Isle of Wight, you know. Really? Yeah. Oh. How long ago did How long ago did your mum and dad get married? Thirty nine, forty. I've definitely had a fortieth wedding anniversary this year. Yes, 40 years almost. Wow. Fair play. Maybe it's Morrises. longer. Maybe it's longer. God, I know there's a big one coming That's up. That's good going from the Morrises, that. Isn't it? Bless them. They've done well there. Yeah, I know there's a big one coming up because they actually said they're going to do um, a tour of Alaska for their honeymoon, for their honeymoon, <laughs> for their um, anniversary um, trip. Oh, that's cool. Isn't that nice? No, but you're right. It's, it's, not, it's not Alaska, it's Canada. <laughs> somewhere cold (laughs) okay you're right that is cold Mm -hmm. but you're right honeymoons have changed and i've said this before on another podcast but i couldn't think of anything worse of that tradition of leaving after your wedding and going straight on a on a honeymoon no i could not think of anything worse and also going back to that figure of three to four k being the average um honeymoon cost can you imagine just forking out all that money you've just forked out for a wedding and now you're going to immediately fork out the same amount of money to go on honeymoon? Exactly, which is why people are averaging after their wedding around 12 months until they go on their honeymoon. Hmm, sensible. Yeah, because you can't you can't bloody afford it after a wedding. There's no way that we... Well, also, you can't take too much time off of work, so we probably won't go on our honeymoon until the following spring... You know, we get married in June. There's no way that we can go away that year. It's just, it's going to be too much. I mean, we never know. I might win the pools. The pools? How old am I? 
The, the lottery? I don't even know what that is. Win the pools. That used to be a thing. You're, you're too baby for this. So. I have no idea what that is. Um, <laughs> so the, the tour advisors advise that you book six to nine months before you go away, so you start planning it. But I think now people are using less tour operators and opting to do the whole DIY travel honeymoon experience. Yeah, I suppose, again, it depends what you're looking for. If you're looking for a completely catered experience, then someone like, right, pronunciation, Kuoni. 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 Oh, the word's lost all meaning. Kuoni. Kuoni. That's right. K U O N I. They're, they're going to be great if you want like a really tailor-made um, service that you don't want to have to think about anything. And I know people that have booked honeymoons with them mm. and they've done literally an amazing job. Like just everything you could possibly want, they've done. Um, but equally, I am a big fan of the just see how it goes approach. <laughs> so when I, when I went to Vietnam last year... I booked my flight and my first night of accommodation and then literally just like the rest of it was just swinging it. And that was so much fun. So there's probably, there's also a middle ground ofs, but I just think whatever it is you're looking for, there's a way to make it work. It's so easy now to go online and kind of plan your own trip in that way. There are so many travel blogs and that sort of thing that will tell you the best places to go and that you can really plan that you don't I don't I personally don't think you need a travel agent to do the same job that they used to um Oof. sorry because I know your mum's a travel Oof. agent yeah I know and you know what bless her she gets really offended sometimes because we oh. we did all of our own um we did the majority of our own um booking for America and mm. you can find really good deals online and yeah. I'm like, no, I saw it. I'll just book it here. And I, I'm like, she obviously doesn't take the commissions and stuff like that because, you know, I'm a daughter in it. So, but people know that you can get better deals online, which is, which is a shame because my mum's job and there's been like people laid off because of it. So I, I get it. But also another reason is because like influencers, you mentioned bloggers. I follow, do you know who are great to follow? Pilots. Mm, I follow Pilot Maria and Pilot Madeline, or Madeline, sorry how I pronounce it, Um, and Pilot Mira. There's loads of Pilot kind of influencer accounts where you see so many amazing places. Yeah, definitely. The travel inspiration Instagram accounts are... I know, but they also make me a bit sad. Yeah, same. I'll be on the central line. I don't follow them anymore. Yeah, (laughs) no. I'll be like on the central line looking at the saved photos that I've got, like feeling depressed about myself. (laughs) <laughs> yeah because that's a healthy thing to do yeah <laughs> anyway back to just one <clears throat> thing on travel agents mm. I, I definitely think they're the right way to go if you just can't be asked or you don't have the time or like you're just not that way minded I'm I quite enjoy it like piecing all those things together and yeah. doing all that research but I know, I know for some people it's just like the biggest ball lake in the world and one of my best friends is always like, why do you have to do this? Why can we not just walk into Thomas Cook and get them to sort, of, to sort it out for us? Just because I enjoy it. So travel agents 100% serve a purpose. Of course um, they do. Well, because also it's sometimes safer because there are very yeah. many, like there's scammers out there, um, there's dodgy sites out there, like you are protected with a travel agent and if something mm. was to go wrong, so for example my 
my mum had someone um, go over to, I can't remember now where it was, some beautiful destination, and they were having major tr- uh, works done at the hotel right outside their room. So my mum was on it, got them moved, and they didn't have to do anything. They sat by the pool, sipping on a cocktail while my mum was ringing around, getting them moved to a different area of the, lo- the hotel, getting them upgraded to like a suite. Like There are things and perks that you can get with a travel operator that you can't get doing a DIY job. So there... Yeah. There is definitely, and people who aren't tech savvy and computer savvy, you you you've got that there that you either use one or you don't. Yeah, I don't like. In contrast to that, I had situations in Vietnam where like that just dire, like it wasn't all roses. Yeah. So, like you, in that sense, you get what you pay for. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You're paying for a service. That's what you're paying for. Yeah. It's a bit like wedding planning. It's exactly like wedding planning. And there's a lot of things that my mum does that I end up saying, oh, I had the same problem. Because as a wedding planner, I end up booking flights and all sorts. And today I was working out how to get people across from Plumin, London to um, Chantilly in Paris via a ferry and trains and a transfer because, you know, of all different reasons. But yeah, we, we end up doing a lot of travel things ourselves, don't we? Have you got any travel recommendations in any honeymoon places? Um, I'm going to recommend... Somewhere short haul. Short haul. I'm going to recommend the Algarve Villamora. Um, okay. My friend got married there, and it was stunning, Portugal. Um, and the Anantara um, Hotel was where we stayed. A five-star, gorgeous, very contemporary, very chic. Um, but, God, they do the best champagne sangria I've ever tasted in my entire life. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm, I can literally taste it right now. <gasps> beautiful, beautiful pool, and it's a golf resort as well. So it's good for you and your, you know, new husband um, to have some time apart, so he can go off and golf <laughs> while you uh, sun yourself by the pool, drinking your champagne sangria. It's quite expensive. I genuinely think, with me and Fraser, that we would be the other way around. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um. And the other short haul... Do you know where it's becoming really popular? It's Puglia. Talk to me. Borgo Ignazia, the resort. It is a huge resort and you can get married there. Big wedding um, destination. Um, but they've got like villas and five-star hotel as well. It's quite expensive. It's about 400 to 600 euro per night from upwards. Um, but Puglia, it's gorgeous and um you know like croatia italy yeah it's it's south south italy kind of near naples am i right is it near naples yeah Yeah. so they they have a stunning resort there called um, borgo Borgo ignazia and uh my boss actually went there and he said it was unreal and they've got all different types of accommodation um, but it's quite a luxurious little place. Like, like I said, that it's quite expensive to stay there, but it's stunning. Like that would definitely be on my list. Like a road trip around Italy. Mm. I had a couple who did that before, and you just uh, they had the best time. We we love food, so for us, food is huge. Like, I really want to go to Barcelona because I've I've been told that the food there is insane. But we definitely like to eat out way around where we travel to. So food and is is hugely important what about you short haul my recommendations are nowhere near as uh, educated as yours <laughs> <laughs> as per rihanna's done the research i have not <laughs> um yeah but you do all the editing everything else about life that i need <laughs> i need 
Um, I went to Lindos in Greece a couple of years ago, and I've heard of a few people getting married there recently, yeah. which completely understand. There's a bay there which is heart-shaped and it's beautiful, oh. and there's like a really cute little church on the side. I think Lindos would be a great honeymoon destination. It's just like a really traditionally Greek village. Lovely. And the people there are just so friendly. The food's amazing. It's got that really kind of... Would you know what I meant if I say lovey feel about it? Like it feels like a honeymoon place. Yeah, romantic. I went... Yeah, I went with my two girlfriends looking for a little bit of a piss-up holiday. (laughs) Didn't get it. (laughs) We felt like we we were basically the only people there that weren't in a couple. But, like, we had the most relaxing, like, beautiful beaches. Just such a great time. Bless your little honeymoon with your girlfriends. (laughs) I know. And, like, they're amazing restaurants on the rooftops. and Nice. Yeah, that was amazing. So that's my... Short haul recommendation, I think. Mm-hmm. Like the most typically honeymoony one. I think long haul, only because I was looking today for for our own reference. Virgin Holidays, <laughs> plug in Virgin again. Old good old Richard Branson um, did well Wait. with that, didn't he? Um, <laughs> Self drive America road trips. They have some amazing road trips i don't think i would book a package i think we would like to do it ourselves but they do some amazing packages for like different areas of the of um, the america um of america um rhythms of the south when you go through like um, atlanta nashville memphis um norleans oh my god i'd love to do that i I mean yeah how amazing would that be um and then you've got the Yukon and Alaska Explorer, which is where like, you go through like Anchorage and Dawson City. But yeah, anyway, they have, and you can do like Nevada and Vegas, and, and Vegas is in Nevada, and all of, all of those things. So if if you're looking for a road trip and you want a package, Virgin have some amazing ones. That sounds like fun. Mm. Long haul, you? Um, well, I'm gonna have to say Vietnam, aren't I? I was gonna say the jungle in Vietnam. <sighs> Gosh, that's making me think all kinds of bugs. No. Honestly, it was, like, so beautiful. Oh. I mean, I did Fraser see your and photos. I would have a great time there. I have seen your photos, and they, they were amazing. Yeah, we would really enjoy it. It's just, like, one of the most peaceful places I've ever been to. Mm. And, I mean, you wouldn't want to spend more than, like, a week there, but it was just so peaceful and beautiful, and, like, I'm a little bit of a nature nerd. So I really liked being in the trees. You're such a hippie. <laughs> such a loser. I'm such a loser. I like hearing it come out of my mouth. I'm like, oh, God. I liked to I bought be... a herb growing kit the other day. You bought a herb growing kit? Yeah, I'm buzzing. I'm not going to lie. I'm so excited to grow some herbs. Oh, my God. But <clears throat> um, in Vietnam, there's like so, so much to do. And I think now's the time to go because it's kind of... Thailand 10 years ago. Thailand 10 years ago. Okay, so, mini moons. I've got loads of these. I'm great at a weekend break. I We are definitely going to have a mini moon because, like I said, we can't afford to go on a big, big, big one. But I think we're actually going to go to Cornwall. Oh, nice. Mm. Because we're getting married kind of south. Um, so we thought about taking the doggo. Obviously, the doggo's going to be at the wedding. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think about taking the dog and going down to the. Car. I've never been, never been. I think it's 
sometimes we get a bit spoiled with how I mean Ryan has ten pound flights and stuff like that. It's so easy to go abroad now yeah. that I think sometimes you completely forget about what's on your doorstep. And there are some amazing, beautiful places throughout England, Scotland and Wales and Ireland. I agree. Um, as someone who has sometimes avoided getting on a plane, I, I love England. Um, my family um, and I, my family and I, I sound very fancy. Um, when I was younger, we used to go to Yorkshire a lot. Um, yeah, Lake District, Devon. But there are gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous places. Um, and sometimes you could stand in a bay in like Cornwall and be abroad if you got the time of year right. Yeah. And the scenery is beautiful people honeymoon to england i went to jersey jersey or guernsey one or the other i was in jersey or guernsey for work a couple of years ago Mm. on something like the 25th of january and i was sitting next to a pool on like a roof terrace of a restaurant in like a t-shirt it was so warm it was beautiful and it felt like you're in south france it was so nice to know where's really popular at the moment is the pig hotel. What is that? I need to know about it. It's... Do they have pigs? <laughs> it's a. Um, it's like a little. They've got a few. Do of they them. have pigs though? No, I don't think they have pigs, friend. Oh, that's proper disappointing. Sorry. They have. They have right, them in like. It's in Hampshire, I believe. Because I, th- I think I'm gonna try and get Oliver to get take me there for my birthday. <laughs> Not that I'm very demanding. Um, it's like a little. Uh, uh, it's like a little country escape and everything is grown on site. All the food and the produce is all grown on site. Anyway. And they do have pigs. I'm... They do have pigs. Oh, right. I'm done. Right, I'm there. Right. I've just looked it up online to be fair and it looks really nice. Yeah. They do have pigs. Old spots. They're called. Cool. Looks great. Oh my God. I mean, I'm a vegetarian, but that pie does look amazing. Oh, I feel awful. I've just looked at a pig and then looked at a pie. <gasps> I'm the worst vegetarian ever. Yeah. Oh my God, no. It's just the pastry in, in all fairness. <laughs> Anyway. Just in it for the carbs. Just in it for the carbs. So, all-inclusive or no all-inclusive? What board would you go? Guess. Self-catered. I'm never going on an all-inclusive holiday. Ever. It's so not me. I don't know why they exist. Well, I do know why they exist, but they don't exist for me. <laughs> like, never, in the, ever, in the world no. of Rebecca, all-inclusive does not exist. Yeah, no. I just... Like you said... Food is quite a big, important part to me. That, unlike immersing yourself in the culture of wherever you are, that was a knobby sentence, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So, I, and I think I associate all-inclusive resorts to like, you know, sometimes there's some in in Spain and stuff that you basically could be in the UK. Yeah. That you'd like where you don't really leave, and like that's what I associate all-inclusive resorts too that's right maybe that's just yeah okay (laughs) tell me why no i agree i understand where you're coming from i've done those holidays when i was younger now i avoid them because like i want to see the world rather than stay in a pool i mean sometimes it's needed being shona actually who has been on the podcast makeup um show makeup uh we go away every now and again and our partners don't like sun holidays but Oliver's like half ginger, so for him, he's just, it's impossible. He'll melt. So 
we love to go away for like a long weekend and, and lay by a pool. But when I usually travel, it's to see the place and experience the culture and eat the food. So I avoid it. But there is such a negative vibe around all-inclusive holidays because, unfortunately, there's a real negative vibe around the all-inclusive because some people abuse the um, alcohol. Are you one of those people? I, no, but me and my mum went to um, Tenerife and uh, it was like 11... No, probably. Let's, let's be honest. It was about half past nine. I was like, oh, should I get a Prosecco? Yeah. Um, but in all fairness... Mate, I do that in London on a hard day. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, honeymoon all-inclusive is very, very different. But I couldn't eat at the same restaurant every day. I'd go mad. I'd want something different. Get bored. Yeah, I'm like that. But... And that's why I think I'm saying... I say no. Yeah, but all-inclusive luxury. Like, my... My mum's featured a lot in this. She used to go on educationals and try out the kind of um, resorts in these places, like the Maldives and Mauritius. And uh, they would have, like, full-on different meals every day. Like, the whole restaurant theme would change. Like, you're paying a lot of money for... If you spend £550 going to Tenerife, it's going to be very different to paying £8,000 in the Maldives (laughs) for an all-inclusive holiday. I do understand that. I just put it this way. When we were talking briefly earlier on this evening about what we were going to talk about this evening, I said to Fraser... um, that they're something about honeymoons costing four to six k, and I told him that we're going backpacking. Like that's that's where my brain sits. Mm. It's just very different. Not wearing no backpack, mate. <laughs> Maybe I'll take a little mini backpack to put like my toiletries and stuff in it when I walk to somewhere pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I sound really snobby, <laughs> but it's it's not. No, you like, don't sound believe me, at all. I don't need to go somewhere that's got mini toiletries. Like I can I can rough it up. I can I can I can do that. But I don't want to <laughs> on my honeymoon. Yeah. And that's 100% fair enough. Mm. Like, like I 100% don't hold anything against you or judge you in any way because Thanks. of that. Thanks. That's your choice and this is mine. Yeah. And that's fine. Do you know what's really funny? I think Oliver would prefer to go on honeymoon with you. And it's not. It's actually true. Like, he, he is a caveman. So he's been trying to get me camping. I've never been camping. Can you, can you believe it? I don't know how you've escaped it for that long. Did your parents never force you to go? No. Oh, God. <laughs> my mum would not camp. <laughs> <laughs> my mum didn't, out of choice. No, my mum would not camp. No. If there's not a toilet, a fixed toilet. Saying that, they've brought a camper van, so they travel all over the world in their little RV. Over Aww. the world being the UK, because they haven't stepped out of the UK with it. <laughs> and you know what's even cuter is Oliver's parents have just bought a camper too, and they're going away together. Are they? Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. Camper ho- honeymoons proper road trip my um dad bought a convertible for to drive around uh europe mm. like do a road trip around europe in this convertible yeah. and he had this like dream with this and so he's bought the car now what's actually happened is mum refuses to go in it with the roof off because it messes her hair up too much <laughs> so dad now just looks like a hairdresser driving this car around <laughs> with the dog in the back like he literally puts the dog in the back with the roof down <laughs> And she just sits there having a whale of a time. That is adorable. I can just imagine Treacle yeah, in the back. Imagine how much she gets blown about. But she has a full-on thrower after she's finished. Poor sod. There's obviously the logical things of, like, wherever you're going, make sure that you get the right jabs. Oh, yeah. Research. And the right money. Research the area you're going to before you book. Don't go anywhere that you don't know is safe. 
Be safe. And I think it would be really nice to do an episode, another honeymoon episode, but with maybe a travel professional who can give us more advice because we are not travel professionals. (laughs) Yeah, we probably should have said that at the beginning. (laughs) Yeah, probably. So if you've not listened to the whole podcast, whoops. (laughs) Thank you for talking to me about honeymoons, Rebecca. You are welcome. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Wedding People podcast. As always, you can find us on Instagram at The Wedding People Podcast or you can email us at theweddingpeoplepodcast at gmail.com. We hope you can listen again to our next episode in two weeks' time.